You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Welcome to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Jessica Rush. And I'm Kara Cooper. And today, and... it's just us. It's us. <laughs> we have a lot of exciting things coming your way. Um, but one of our upcoming guests went into labor. So, you know, that, you know, changed the plan a little bit. Exactly. But she'll have a lot to talk about. Oh, my God. In like six months <laughs> when we can get her to talk to us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> No, we were so set to do it. And literally the day, y'all, the day that we were going to talk to her, she emailed and said, my water's broke. And if you catch the fact that I said waters, that's a subtle hint as to- It is. Ooh, well done. Well I done. know. I said waters. Um, yes. So she's not American. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she uh, she went into labor. So then we were sort of scrambling. What are we going to do? And we thought, you know what? Let's say hi. And uh, let's do a season three, you know, catch up. Cause well, well, check in, see how yeah. we're how we're all doing. <laughs> well, we're still here. <laughs> we're st- still here, coming to you from separate locations, but yes. on the same in the same time zone. Which at is least improved. there's that. Yes, at least there's I keep that. I keep telling Kara she needs to just come over and we'll just sit in my little studio that Andrew Call made me, and I will we'll record it together. <gasps> oh, Kara. What have you been up to? Kara's kids are back in school and my child is not yet. So I'm having serious um, jealousy issues about it. Yeah. My kids went back on Monday. We're recording this on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they've been back for a week, which is nuts. Um, And it's been great. You know, as much as it's a transition for them, it's also a transition for me. Like the get a, the getting up and getting them out the door at Mm -hmm. a certain time is crazy town. Um, and I have one day where I just have been, and that's kind of really special. I kept it that way. Like we decided not to put him in school one day so we could kind of hold on to that. I don't know, little kidness where yeah. he still has a day to just be with me. Um, but and, there's uh, also a day, there's oh, a day where there's nobody. There's, there's, there's two, a few I mean, days, two days essentially. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of got like, there was a lot that got messed up this week. As you all know, there was, you know, a hurricane that hit uh, New York and New Jersey. And thankfully um, we were spared and as was Jessica, but lots of people around us had a lot of issues. Thankfully we don't know anybody that um, had catastrophic issues, but um, you know, it was, Lots, lots, lots happened this week. Lots. And I, I know it's like, it's and it's nuts. just the first of September. Um, yeah, it's, wild. It's, it's been crazy. I, Kara and I, you know, thanks for coming back to us after our little hiatus that we took for yeah. the month of August to hang out with our family, I guess, July and August, almost actually the whole time. Yeah. I mean, we, we did were a still, lot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we did a lot for the podcast too and like preparation and like getting things ready. But then we also just, y'all, we crammed life in because as we know, the Broadway is coming back. I mean, it's back. My husband is in a show right now, Saturday night on Broadway, but like. And my husband is in rehearsal. Yeah, exactly. So the time was ticking. 
that clock was the countdown was on to get as much done family wise as we could. And we did to the point that my son on our last night away from home, he goes, can we just stop vacationing? Can we? I just want to go home. <laughs> and mind you, when we say vacationing, it's not I like mean, you're you're going no, to no, see no. family and things. Like just so y'all know at home, it's not like we're living in no. the lap of luxury. We're just trying no, no, no. to, you know, we see like people. got in all the visits, all the family visits that we you usually don't have time for, and then COVID hit, and that wasn't a thing we were capable of doing, and people got vaccinated, and so we, you know, we made the rounds, as they mm-hmm. say. Yeah. Uh, and by the last night. My son was like, I want my bed. I want my bed now. And I was like, I feel you, buddy. Exactly. I feel you. <laughs> Out of the mouths of babes. Right? Oh, much. my God. That's too, too much. Funny. But, too um, funny, yeah, but... now we're back here in life and um, and back to chat with the working artist moms and get our kids in school. I start rehearsal on Tuesday. No! How are you feeling? How are you feeling about all of it? I'm really excited. I posted on my Instagram the other day just like, when I had to go in for my costume fitting to the theater and I walked in and it was the craziest thing y'all because everything was just as it had been left truly like there were still wig heads on spikes in the quick change area first off no wigs on them but wig heads the call board was still up with sign in sheet and they still had so y'all you may not know this I didn't know it until I was in a Broadway show that opened but when you open a show on Broadway all the shows that are currently on Broadway, they, everyone signs a little flyer with the show logo and maybe a little note on it. But then, so it's fun because then you come in on opening night and you'll see like if your friend is in Waitress or if your friend is in Lion King, whatever they've written to you, you know, or to however many people they know, just saying, you know, break legs, have a great opening, love you, whatever. And it's a really fun tradition. It's really special. And those were still hanging up, Kara, from November seventh, two thousand nineteen. That's nuts. <laughs> because when we left March of twenty twenty, they were still up. It was only it wasn't that long after our opening. You know, we were still yeah. early in our run relatively, and those were still there. But I I did break down crying when I saw the stage. Yeah. When I saw the the stage right entrance. Um I just the and then I and then I started crying again, like ugly crying, which Elliot asked me, she's like, what does ugly crying mean? But I was ugly crying when I went downstairs to wardrobe and saw my dresser and the wardrobe department. It's so much that I had to I covered my eyes like a child. Like I can't look. I just can't. <laughs> but it was just so all the feelings, all the emotions. So I went um I went today for my PCR test. So that on Tuesday I can go to rehearsal and start that. So it's so exciting. I'm it's excited. gonna be a great, great day. I'm excited. I still don't know if I'll believe it, like when I, you know. Yeah. I you know, and it's been it's been interesting because Eric, when we came back, y'all, when we finished recording, I don't think Eric knew he was doing waitress yet. And um so we thought he would be without a job for a while because it would take a while to get things going. And then out of nowhere, Sarah Borellis. And the Weislers decided to bring back Waitress and they wanted to bring back as many of the original company as they could. And that included my husband who played Cal and originated that. And so there they are. Blessed, blessed be the call from Waitress like that. And here he is thinking he wasn't even going to be in a show when Broadway came back. He was literally part of the first musical to open (laughs) again. It's amazing. (laughs) So that was that was awesome. So anyway, it's been I am. I am super grateful for all the things that are happening, but it also means that like 
there's that sadness, and I know you can speak to this, and that bittersweet aspect of losing the time that we had. For sure. It already, La Jolla feels like a dream. Like, I don't even... Yeah, I mean, I think what's so interesting about it is that the time was so mired in stress and concern and anxiety about, obviously, the virus. Um, But there was also this strange uh, comfort to being with your, you know, your nuclear family or whomever you're with, if you were with friends or whoever your bubble was, right, during that time. It was like, those were your people and this was your your world. Actually, um, tonight, we took my kids to, we go to this pond and we went there today and it was, there were a lot of people and my kids were really um, kind of over overwhelmed and unhappy to be there, which was unusual, but we chalked it up to it being the first week of school and they are both tired and they're both overstimulated from that. There's a lot to process from, I think, the first week of school. And we brought, we came home earlier than we intended. We got some food and we ate outside on our back deck. And I looked at Graham, my husband, and I said, this reminds me of COVID mm-hmm. because like any chance we got to be outside, we did. And we would just go in our backyard. And I mean, we played tag with the kids and we played baseball and soccer and we just ran around and it was really simple and wonderful. And it reminded me of the simpler time where we were just together. And the fact that we were together and healthy was enough, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, um, I will be eternally grateful for it, you know, uh, sure. For the rest of my life, you'll look. We'll look back on that pocket of time. It does strangely feel like a dream, um, and I can't imagine being in a different space for you, especially. Um, it must feel so far removed from where you are now in your yeah. new apartment, <laughs> which is amazing. You guys, <laughs> I'm obsessed with Jess's apartment. I came home from visiting her, and I immediately was like googling places to live in New York, and I was like, "What if come I come back? Come back?" No, I, I, I mean, we found a COVID unicorn, you guys. So it's um, we are. You really did. We I mean, really did. It was. I mean, we found it way back in February when yeah. uh, things were cheaper and nobody was here, and then we moved in in May, and um, so yeah, it does feel really weird because we were in a whole different. We were in a different state. We were in a whole different situation, and um. It feels, especially going back to the theater where it's like time just stopped and nothing changed, you know, it's like, yeah, it's the strangest mind F I'll say F because my mother informed me she doesn't like it when I cuss on here, you guys, she when did. I drop F bombs. <laughs> oh, Sarah. I know. She was like, I just, what if so, she named a person, I won't name who it is, but it's a preacher's okay. wife. She's like, what if so-and-so listens oh. and they hear you say that? I just don't like to hear you say that. So... <laughs> I'm trying to keep the sailor in check today, you guys. It's so nice of you, Jess. It's really funny. It's really not that often. I mean, come on. No, 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 no. Anyway. Um, that's very funny. You just, you made something pop into my head and then it popped right back out. And I can't remember it. Ah, shit. About time stopping, about having the time, about time. with our family. It was, it was had to do with motherhood and I, I'll get back there. Mm-hmm. One of these, you know, mom brain guys, you know, all about it. It never goes away. I, I, I'm so intent on being organized for this year in my head and like in my head space because I have a, I feel like I'm not, I feel like my thoughts are so jumbled because I've got so much on my mind. And so I'm trying to 
find a way to not compartmentalize, but like visualize it, have all the different calendars for my kids and Elon's therapies and Finn's activities and Mama's Talking Loud and my training clients, you know, just have all the things. So I went to Home Home Goods, Home Home Goods and Home Sense, and I came I mean, home with like six calendars. And Graham's <laughs> like, really? That's, I was like, I just, I couldn't decide. Well, and also- I'll, you know, I'll return probably all of them, but- Well, I have to say like Kara is a very techno- technological person, technology Hmm. How do I want to say it? She uses technology a lot, like with regards to calendars. This is something I had to sort yeah. of start doing once she and I started doing this because I don't do things <laughs> on a computer calendar. I like to write it down in a planner. And I do have to say, Kara, there is something more helpful about having like all of it at one glance without all the little type and like yeah. having to pick it out. What color like look on it on my whatever. phone? Yeah, no, there's, no. There's a product I want to get though. This okay. skylight calendar there's oh, yes like the I skylight have, frame like the skylight frame Wait, which shout might, out skylight yeah <laughs> skylight wanna, we can, we'll do an ad for you because right. both my in-laws have one and then my grim's grandmother has a skylight frame and we send pictures of the kids to it all the my time my parents and leslie have one that i gave the, them for mother's day during the covid pandemic they're the best yeah um but they have a they have a skylight calendar now hmm. and it just like it's big enough as a screen that sits as your calendar because i don't like to come into my computer to see Mm-hmm. My calendar. Anyway, this is a total sidebar tangent, but I thought my buying six calendars at HomeSense and Home Goods was utterly ridiculous. But you know, hey, you, you have a lot of things to keep track of. I'm gonna. I'm making a concerted effort this year, though, to to have downtime that is not also productive. Like I have this weird. We talked about this a little bit with Celia. I feel like mm-hmm. equating your value to your productivity. Mm-hmm. Like I really need to get that in check. Yeah. Like I don't need to be doing something every second of the day. I need to actively relax. And I do like when we're with friends and socializing, that's when I relax, but I need to be able to do it in my space, just in my head. <laughs> yeah. Right. Celia, way back, we talked to her. She was literally like episode two. Episode two. So yeah. go back and listen to it, you guys, because she's coming back to Kill Mockingbird. She's coming back to Broadway. She starts rehearsals the same day I do. Um, and she, and she might have moved to my neighborhood. Holla. What? Um, yeah. Okay. But she um, she talked about uh, being in the theater when that motorcycle backfired and that whole experience. And that was Crazy before town. the pandemic. So go back and listen to it if you haven't. Um, also, listening to Celia speak is so soothing. She has like the most soothing voice. And she really does. And she talks like this. <laughs> and she's so intelligent and so awesome. So do, do yourself a, a solid. That'll be a really good one. Um, yeah. But it's true. I think that, you know, what's interesting. I had this thought while you were saying that my mother in the same conversation where she told me not to curse on here. Um, she also told me, though, that she loves listening to the episodes and hearing how confident and honest we are about making time, taking time for ourselves, basically, like that we don't apologize for it. And, you know, she said, you know, in my generation and all the generations before I, it was never something we even thought about doing, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. your children and your husband and then you, and she was like, and you girls just, you, you do, you take time for yourself. And I was like, right, mom, because you got to put your mask on first and the mental health. She's like, no, I, I understand all of it. She's like, and I support it. She said, I just am in awe of your power in, in being able to do that and not worry about, you know, 
the other yeah. things people think or the fact that you're letting down your family. And I said, but trust that that's not, it doesn't come easily, at least for me. I mean, we've sort of touched on this. It's like the mom guilt is real. It's like, you know, I, I, it does not come easily. And I was actually, I was talking with a friend out where I live and she'll know who I'm talking about. Cause I know she listens to us. Um, but we were on a, a walk and, um, I was talking about needing to do something for myself and how hard it is. And she's like, Kara, she's like, practice what you preach. She's like, this is all you talk about on the podcast. You need to take care of yourself. That's <laughs> right. Like, You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but easier said than done. You know, it's like, oh, it's crazy. I'm sure so many of you out there understand that and, and empathize and relate to it for sure. I think as hard as, as much as we know, we need to put ourselves first and that we should and deserve to take time for ourselves. It's very hard. You know what? Today I went and got a facial at this place by my house. I hadn't, I mean, I haven't had facial. I rarely ever, you know, like maybe four in my life and definitely not one in the last several years, but you know, we got the mask me happening a little bit. Like, oh we're gosh, all, you know, it's back majorly. Yes, exactly. Oh I was like looking at my skin and I was like, you know what? I'm starting my show on Tuesday. I'm going to get my face all cleaned up. And I went and I was laying there. And two, two reasons I'm telling you this one, Kara, I have come to the conclusion. And I say this because Kara's known me for so long now, but I enjoy facials more than massages. I'm just going to say that I, uh, I like the way it feels when they smooth the stuff on my face over and over again. <laughs> I get that. I definitely get that. Cause we always talk about like massages. Everyone's like, Oh, I need a massage. Oh, I need a massage. You know what? I think I just need a facial. I just need, I just need you to put some lotions and potions all over my face. There's something very luxurious about it. Like you feel, yeah, you know, like yeah. you're taking it up a notch. Sometimes right. a, a, a massage is like an assault to your body and your emotions. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> you have to deal with the aftermath. And you're not relaxed at all. <laughs> no. Anyway, so there was that. And while I was doing it and lying there, you know, I've always, it's been hard ever since Elliot was born. So now for seven years that it's hard for me to not hang out with her and E in the mornings, like on weekends or things like that. because the time we usually have together, I mean, before COVID and now, but we're going back to this situation. The time we have together is so limited that, you know, since he was going into tech at noon, I want to make sure I was around in the morning. So I didn't want to go take Pilates or I didn't want to take my run or go for a walk or whatever, because I thought, oh, I should be here so we can all have breakfast together and we could, should do things. And he's never having me like, he always says like, go do your thing, mom, like do take time for yourself. You deserve it. And so today, as I was laying there in that facial, I thought, you know what? I do deserve this. <laughs> I deserve this. Because <laughs> what we just made it through, I fully deserve that. I fully deserve that moment lying there yes, getting lotions yes, and potions on my Yes, you do. Face. You're making you know, me want to get lotions and potions on my face. You should. I'll tell you about um, it because it's, it's not a pricey one. So I'll, t I'll tell you. Then, you don't, then do. you don't have that other guilt either. So. Yeah, it's weird because I've we've had like the exact same conversation where Grim's like, "I'm not telling you you can't go do things, just go do them." And I'm like, "I know you're not telling me. I just it's why is it that innate?" Mm -hmm. She's yep. real, y'all. She that is real. Is real. She is real. Um, but uh, it's cute. Do you hear my ice? Can you hear that? That's my ice with my. With my Scout and Cellar wine. <laughs> I already had some. My favorite, my little, um, the K-Fico Prosecco cans. Mm -hmm. It's like two glasses of Prosecco. It's like perfect. It's all you need. Perfect. You don't have to open a whole bottle. 
Sip, sip, hooray. <laughs> Next day. Check it out, y'all. Check it out. That's um, Kara's Instagram, Scout and Cellar. Clean crafted wine. It's delicious. Which I need to get way better at. Instagram is something I struggle with, but we- Oh, but girl. I've, we know about that. Don't we all? Time. Social media is a necessary evil, I feel yeah. like. We love talking to you guys and like engaging with you and whenever people comment and things like that, but holy moly, it's a lot. It's a it's lot. A lot. And also with what's going on in the world right now, it's so, it can be hard to find the balance and it can, you know, during COVID, I feel like we kept talking about like, we have to find joy and we have to hold space for both, you know, what was happening. And now, it, <laughs> now, now as if there couldn't have been more things, there are more things. And so it's like, there are more things, it's you know, yeah. Did you see, and I know this has been posted before, but Vasti Point just posted it recently about no no human was intended to ingest news 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And I think it, I think the mental toll it's taking on our world and, and the effect it's having on how polarized everybody is, you know, I think it's, mm -hmm. it's uh, in, in a lot of ways, I hope it like goes poof and goes away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I point. actually, like if, I hope we like the pendulum swings back and yeah. Yeah. Um, just cause I think it's done more harm than good at this oh, point for sure for sure yeah. um i yeah. i miss the simpler times you know the simpler times for sure i was telling elliot today about when i turned double digits and here she is talking about i mean she's not double digits yet but you know she's talking about wanting to save her money for a, a nintendo switch light or like she'll I'll, I'll be doing something she's like let's take a selfie and i'm like oh my god you know, but I was telling her that I had a bowling alley party for my 10th birthday. So, you know, you're jealous. She was was like, she impressed by that? She was like, a bowling alley party? She didn't even understand. I said, yeah, we had a party at a bowling alley. I said, before oh. that, it was a roller skating rink, like three my, years in a row. My kids love a bowling alley. Oh, my That's, God. That must be a suburbs thing. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean. My kids live because there's also yeah. arcade games and things like that. Yes. You know, and cheese and mozzarella sticks. I mean, come on, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, that reminds me of that meme where it's like, do you want an order of, do you want to eat six string cheeses in a row? And you're like, no. And it's like, do you want an order of mozzarella sticks? Yes. Have you seen so that gross. one? No, but it's so gross. <laughs> it's so true though. You're literally eating like cheese sticks deep fry. I mean, they're delicious. Oh, Don't get me wrong, y'all. Kara always says it's amazing that I now drink like green juice and things like that. Cause the things I've told her I grew up eating, she just can't even, she can't even understand it. I mean, my, I grew up like going to the health food store. So right. like I had, a, I had the complete opposite upbringing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, girl, you love a green juice and a kombucha. So there you go. I do. I do also love me some Mickey Dean's you know so i'm not oh, mad this, about it this is a funny story for i don't need the guy ever told you this so we did a lot of road tripping this summer we spent 30 hours in a car in six days oh going back and forth to wisconsin to visit grim's family and uh we stopped at wendy's twice and on this the, the last day of our trip thing goes can we stop at the real mcdonald's like not the one with the girl on it <laughs> Uh-huh. He knows. 
He wants those golden <laughs> arches, baby. <laughs> like the, like he thinks that all fast food is McDonald's. McDonald's, like, right. That's really the only thing mm-hmm. we've ever done. <laughs> Sam and I just start laughing. We're like, we can stop at the real McDonald's. It's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, my child's like, um, can we have Taco Bell or McDonald's or, you know, especially living in La Jolla for so long in our car and then driving across the country. She knows yeah, it. Those, yeah, those car rides, man. Oh, it reminds me of like, it reminds me of like in Texas or in the South, we say, do you want a Coke? Or I want a Coke. But for we don't mean. Sodas. Yes. Or a pop. You call yeah. it pop. No. No. What is no, that? Absolutely not. Pop is like Midwest, I think. Okay. 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 That's the Midwest, I think. No, in the yeah. South, we just say Coke. Like, and then you're like, well, what kind of Coke? Dr. Pepper. That is weird. You know, Sprite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, in New Jersey, you just Texas. call it by the soda name. It is Texas, and we won't even start down that road. <laughs> Holy but you even. guys, there's so much. There's just there's so, so much in the world much. right now. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And there's so much in the world right now. And I'm just here to say even if you are vaccinated, you can get very, very sick. I yes. just want you all to know that. I have a family member, not in my nuclear family, but someone who is fully vaccinated, who got sick and was really, really sick, guys. Like, like took this person down. Um, and so I just want you all to keep wearing your masks and to take care of yourself because um, this person, I think, was shocked mm. by how sick they got um, having been fully vaccinated. So mm-hmm. take care of yourselves, everybody. This isn't yes. over. It's not over. And you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay, but it's not fun. Like, don't like try to keep it from happening. And obviously yeah. we don't know about our kids. That's like a whole different issue, yeah. but it, um, yeah. So that was my, yes. that's my two cents. <laughs> yes. No, wear your keep mask. Being careful. Keep being careful. It's like, you know, today I was on the subway and everyone was masked except these three you know, kids, I call them, but they're like in their early twenties and they got on in their Yankees gear. And there were four cops on the train, on the car, in the car with me, like two at the doors next to me and two down the way. And I'm looking at these kids and everyone else is masked on the subway. And it's a rule for those of you who don't live here in New York city, it's not a mandate. It's not like a law that they have to wear a mask, but the MTA does require it. So, you know, in theory, um, that you wear a mask when you're on the subway. And we all should anyway, because hello, it's still happening. Um, and I, t- so <laughs> I didn't go to them because I was like, I don't really need confrontation, but I did ask the police officer standing next to me. I said, excuse me. Cause he had on a mask. Mm-hmm. I said, um, are masks still required on the subway? And he's like, oh yeah. I was like, you, what about those people? And I like pointed to them <laughs> And he was like, oh, yeah, well, he's like, it's not really, it's not a law. He's like, so, like, we can't do anything. It's just, like, the MTA. I want to be like, you could go over and tell them to put on a mask. And they would listen to you. I know, maybe. maybe. They not. were, I won't That's make true. an assumption about and who they were, but. I should backpedal, not backpedal, but just say that the person that got sick, they have been wearing their mask. They've been doing all the things. Yes, they yes. They are having a hard time figuring out where they got it from. So just, that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. even by being safe, you can still. So exactly. I wasn't, there was no careless behavior. It wasn't careless behavior that made it happen. Right. Um, no, no, it's but. real. It's real. And you know, for, if you're coming to Broadway shows, you got to be vaccinated and you still wear your mask indoors. And let me tell y'all, I mean, 
wear some cool clothes, put your hair up because <laughs> it's going to be hot. <laughs> it was hot, y'all. Like we went to, Elliot and I went to the reopening. Well, we went to the invited dress of Waitress the night before they reopened. And it was like a packed house because not only was it, you know, everyone from the company's people, but also they invited waiters and waitresses from the Times oh, Square Hell's Kitchen. Just... Yeah. Hell's oh. Kitchen area. Because they've been so affected by the shutdown <sighs> because without Broadway shows, who's in Midtown? Nobody. Um, so they invited waiters and waitresses. And that so there, so it was cool. a packed house. Yeah, it was really awesome. And um, But it was the night of the storm. So it was A, really humid. And B, they had not turned that air on in time in that theater, y'all. You don't know this, but they have to cool these theaters down for like, I mean, truly, they should have turned it on the day before, basically. It was so warm and humid. And we had our masks on and Elliot's like, I'm hot. I was like, girl, you got to keep your mask on. But literally, it was like putting our hair up. We're sweating. That's a fun insight. I mean, I don't know if it's a fun fact, but if you're inside a theater during the day for like a rehearsal of some sort, you literally are in the theater in like snow clothes because it's it is freezing. freezing, but they need to have it freezing so that when all the people come in that night, it doesn't get overheated. So, I mean, most understudy rehearsals, I remember being in like sweatpants, sweatshirt, sometimes scarf. gloves. Yeah. I mean, so cold, Freezing. but come showtime, the temperature was right. <laughs> yes. Come showtime, we were still a little chilly because we didn't wear a lot of clothes in our show. Um, meanwhile, the boys are in When do women ever wear a lot of clothes in a well, show? Let's be honest. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm going to think right now. Kara has- I don't think I've up. ever, I don't think I've ever been in a show where I haven't bared my stomach. I mean, it is an amazing I, stomach that you I'm, have. No, but, yeah, I know that's but, not the point. <laughs> but, but, I, but like that is just case in point right yeah. there. Like let's yeah. just talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. No, I was going to say you've always worn the crop top. But it's – I'm not making a – it's not about my body. It's no, no, I know. It's just that like women are what women are – asked to wear right of course meanwhile a lot not i couldn't have said no like let's be honest at that point in time maybe i could today but at that point in time i can be like no i'm not gonna wear this no no like see ya yep exactly but women are always yeah and then we had the boys in their full suits and they would be like it's so hot and we're like oh my god shut up (laughs) (laughs) i'm freezing oh my gosh gosh. those were the days those were the days honey i wear a jumpsuit now my tummy is covered Girl. Mama is not wearing any more half tops. I love those outfits that you get to wear. And I have to come see it, guys. I, I am finally going to go see Tina. We're working on what date I'm going to go. But you, I don't know. I guess they know this, but all of us Jersey girls were set to go to see Tina the Saturday after the shutdown. So it was yeah. like the 15th and probably shut down on the 12th or something. Yeah. Yeah. We all had our babysitters lined up. It was going to be our grand excursion to see Jess. And then, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. the rest is history, literally yeah. history. Literally, literally. Yep. It's going to be in the books. Yes, for sure. Yep. But you're going to come back. Yep. And it's going to be gonna awesome. Be yeah. And we hope yeah. everyone is, you know, coming back who can come on up. You know, it's super safe. My husband, I will say like, because they've now word got out, but, you know, he's been in rehearsal. He started August 4th. So what are we at? September 5th? Excuse me. It's late. We're doing this late and I've had some wine. So post post kid bedtime. Mm-hmm. Although pardon. you don't your kid is not home tonight. She's not. She's not. You guys, one of the benefits of my parents no longer living with us, while it is difficult for childcare in some ways, what's awesome is when I get to go drop her off and my parents for a sleepover. 
That's really tell, nice. Tell that me more. I'm, a, I'm like salivating with jealousy right now. <laughs> no, I know. Um, no, but they, so they've been going, they opened um, this week and they've had one breakthrough case. So, so but and no for, one else got it. But right? No one else got it. So like it was the end of the third week of rehearsal and it was actually right after we had Elliot's birthday party, which was mostly outside um, in our backyard. But um the next day Eric went to work and he texted me and he was like, this person tested positive. And I was like, what, what? And immediately I'm thinking about all the people we just had over and Elliot and all the things. So everyone had to go get PCR tested and everyone was negative. And then they were all negative again, a couple of days late, like they're now testing more often. So, you know, considering that how many people it takes to be backstage and on stage working at a show, yeah. um, that's really remarkable. And it just shows that vaccines, A, do work and masks. I do masks. <laughs> yes, exactly. And masks work as well. So um, keep doing those things because you guys were not out of it yet, as we know from the numbers elsewhere. But I was wor- at first I was worried that if word got out, people might get all sort of weird about it. But the thing is, is that a cast member testing positive has doesn't affect the audience at all. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like even if that person's positive when they're doing the show, the audience is completely fine. A, you're far away. And B, right. you're wearing your masks indoors right. like you're supposed to, you know? So, um, yeah, it's they, like, it's, it made yeah. me feel better going into rehearsal now that like, yeah. okay, all right. Like they're doing it. They're being unmasked with each other on stage and you guys watching them do the opening number and the choreography and passing the props. I mean, there's a ton of props and waitress in the diner, particularly in the beginning of the show. And they're doing all this choreographed movement with the things and smiling at each other and singing and dancing. And I just, I got so excited to go back. I miss it so much. Like what we do is so specific and unique and special sharing that space with each other and telling a story. Um, I got so excited. It's so exciting. It's the best. It truly is. There's nothing like it. And I I think I've said this on before, like there's nowhere I feel more me than when I'm on stage doing a show. Like that's just, it's like the most me I ever feel. That sounds very strange, but no. Well, you are Broadway's um, Kara Cooper. So (laughs) it's been a minute. Uh And then, oh gosh. And then COVID happened. I just hit my microphone. Um, But yeah, here we are. Here we are. I have sweat dripping down my. It's hot where it's hot where it (laughs) is. But we have lots of exciting things coming for you um, this season. And this is just a little drop in the bucket, a little high. Um, while we, you know, get everything, get everything in order. But we, um, for one, if you read the description for Elizabeth Stanley's episode, Elizabeth kicked off our mini series, returning reborn, the rebirth of the Broadway mom. And you can hash, you can search hashtag returning reborn MTL on Insta. That's what, uh, we're using to notate any posts having to do with that mini series. Um, she, will come back to talk to us again when she is sort of in rehearsal and with the baby. And we have other moms who are also doing the same thing um, that will be coming up in the next few weeks. And they're, they are returning mothers. However, those episodes um, will be, but drum roll, please. Available on our Patreon, you guys. We're going so legit. It's about as legit as we can get without being like actually sponsored by someone. <laughs> We're working on it, guys. We're, We're working, working on it. it, y'all. We love doing this. We just, we gotta, 
they got to get it going a little more, you know, get more people listening and coming into our community and sharing their stories. So anyway, these will be sort of little mini-sodes, check-ins throughout the process as they, you know, before they start rehearsals, once they're back in rehearsal, once the show is running and they go, you know what I mean? Like how they navigate this mom life as we, and the emotions as we return to Broadway. Um, so that's exciting. Check out our Patreon. Like I said, mom is talking loud. Woo. We had our new logo, which I love from squigs. Thank you, squigs. Thank you, Squigs. Broadway extraordinary. And you'll be able to find that logo on some merch that's going to be coming your way. We're so excited. (laughs) We're so excited for merch, you guys. We've been wanting to do it forever. But, you know, with the pandemic, it just wasn't the time. It felt like this is that was the time to just keep telling stories and fostering hope and connection, um, you know, where we could. Uh, But now as we start to Yes, it's still happening and becoming more endemic, but as we start to move out of it and back to quote unquote normal life, um, particularly for those of us in the community, we're wanting to sort of ramp it up a little bit and and get on that merch because yeah. I know I want it. I do too. Are we the only ones that want it? Tell us. I do hope you guys not. Want merch? Do you guys want merch? <laughs> it's going to be real cute merch, but that's yeah. why we also got a new logo. So um, stay tuned for that. And some, yeah. some of that will be exclusive uh, at our Patreon. And uh, yeah, all that will be the official Patreon announce will happen soon. Uh, It's there and it's up if you want to search for it. Um, But I haven't quite like y'all I'm learning all this like, yeah, I haven't like it's there and you can you can join it. But I'm not ready to officially announce it like on our on our Instagram feed. But if you listen to this episode, you hear it. So, you know, it's coming. Um, It's just a lot of things between social media and the Patreon and our side hustles, our pandemic pivots, motherhood, going back You're to going work. Back to work. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but you know, you know, someone was like, are you going to have Ivy and Clark still and everything? And I have, I have not posted on Ivy and Clark since Mother's Day, actually. Um, but you keep but I'm getting still, orders. Which I do so keep exciting. getting orders. Yeah. Thanks. So on Etsy. Um, so I'm going to start like giving attention back to that again on social media. Cause I think ironically, I will be able to accomplish more once my child is in school. <sighs> Yes, for certain. And yeah. then also like once your show is up and running, there's that like, yeah, you got a little downtime. Like once you know uh, your show and you're in your groove. It's, um, you know, Cara, I have, not 30, a bad gig. I have 30 minute break in act one and a 30 minute break in act two. So I have Plenty time. time. Mm-hmm. I have time to do those things. So yeah, we're excited, y'all. We're excited. We, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of work to be sure. But, um, you know, Kara and I had like a, a come to Jesus heart to heart talk. And we decided to keep going, you know, like sort of revamp it and keep going. And, um, but we also gave, gave ourselves the like over, hmm, what is the word I'm looking for? We just told ourselves the the grace. Yes. We told ourselves like, this is not going to be a stressful endeavor because you know, when you're trying to run businesses and podcasts and things like that, some stress comes from it. So we were trying to just, uh, let go a little bit and mm-hmm. give ourselves the grace that, you know, like that, this, yes. like, oh, we don't have a guest this week. Why don't we just talk and see what happens, you yeah. know? Yeah. Instead um, of stressing about it, the grace yeah. that we always tell y'all to give yourselves. So we're going to yeah. practice what we preach a little bit. And, uh, but, but with exciting new things yeah. and new guests and, uh, 
Yeah. And we're so glad y'all are here for the ride with us still. Yeah. We are. Let us know if there's anything you want on um, merch wise. We'll yes. make it happen. Merch wise, DM us on Instagram or you can email us at mom is talking loud at gmail.com. Um, or you can uh, tell us also if there are guests that you want to hear. You know, yes. we're going to start branching out more. We're not just going to do Broadway moms. We, our goal is that we will, um, once Broadway reopens and we've told those stories that once, uh, once that happens, we will be telling more of the hashtag working artist mother stories. So, um, working moms in the arts, all kinds of arts, all kinds of arts all over the place, not just New York centric. So if you know some awesome moms that you think we should talk to, let us know that as well. Or if you're one, you know, tell us and, uh, yeah. And we'd love to chat. So, Thanks for tuning it. in, everybody. Thanks, everybody. I'm going to open this door in a second and get some I air because I'm, I'm a puddle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all have great weeks. I hope that your kids are back. If you have kiddos, if you don't have them, I hope that you're sleeping in. And um, <laughs> and, and, and we're sending you all grace as well yes. as you know you move into this next phase. Some of you might not have even had kids like Jessica did in school this past year. So that transition is a lot and there is anxiety surrounding it and the, and the virus. Um, but I speak from experience of having kids in school last year that there was no school spread in my school. They wore their masks, they did their distancing, and there there were cases, but no one got it in school. So if that um, allays anybody's fears who's listening, I hope I hope it does, is what I, I guess I should yeah. say. So um, we're just sending you good vibes. Yep. Always, always. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we'll yeah, we'll talk to y'all soon. We'll have we'll have some other hashtag Broadway mom to talk to you next week. Yeah. Hopefully. And if we don't <laughs> That's okay, too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Be well, friends. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Mama's Talking Loud. Special shout outs to Justin Squiggs Robertson for our fabulous new graphic, Kristen Lopez, Bobby Lopez, and Justin Wardweber for our awesome theme song, and of course, the Broadway Podcast Network for bringing us to you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.